be a lot of fun. Before we go to our guest, I want to say, Yavart, this week three times, teaching our children, relationships with children, it's one of the most important things in Yadus, in Yiddishkeit. The first speech that Moshe gives is about children. Loving a difficult child, I know we all want that perfect child, children who do what we say, get up on time, aren't colicky, don't cry, get wonderful marks, behave as expected. But what about the difficult child? And there are four banim in the Haggadah, three in this week's Parsha, all three in this week's Parsha. Sorry, you have the Ben Harasha as the first one brought in the Torah. Then you have the, the Tam, and then you have the She'ene Yedei Elisha, the Ram calls them the Ben Hashaita. So, not very good luck. Three out of the four are not the perfect child. So the Torah prepares us for the child who maybe has different values. He's different from you. Maybe he's rude. So what do we do? Some people, they say, you know, I'm just going to keep my disappointment in check. Children pick up disappointment. They read between the lines. And suddenly their house is no longer a safe haven for them. It's not a port. And then sometimes we give them labels, ADHD, ODD, OTD, and they feel the judgment. What is the Torah's hashkaf on that? And you know that children, they haven't gone to college. They don't have degrees in psychology. They don't know how to talk about the fact that maybe they think different. Their brains are wired different. They're put into a school system, which is crowd think. Everybody's expected to think alike, look alike. What is the Torah's opinion of this? So I want to tell Ha'ara, all the three sons, three of the four sons are Vigarat Alabincha, Lashin Yachid. By the Russia, it changes. The Torah says like this, by the Ben Harasha, Vahoya Kiyomru Alechem Benechem, Lashin Rabim, Moha Avoida Zoyslachem, Viamartem Zevach Pesacho. Why is it go to Lashin Rabim? And I want to share with you a fabulous thought. If the Torah said it, it means when your son, the Russia, says to you, so-and-so, that means you have a son, you could have a son, a Russia. But when it says it societally, when your children say to you, and there's a Russia here, well, we understand that the 600,000 Nishamas is going to be a Russia someplace, but it doesn't name any individual child a Russia. There's no parent has that been her Russia. And why does the Torah go to that extreme? I think the Torah may be telling us we never, you are never allowed to look at your child as a Russia. When it talks about the Russia, it says, Yeah, when you as a society, there's a Russia among you, how to deal with it. But it never tells a father, your son, ask the Kasha, the son of Russia, because you are never allowed to look at your child as a Russia. And I'll bring you a Raya. In the mirror where I grew up, everything said, they say, The Shulchan Aruch in Reish Mem Vav brings the, the Gemara as well as the Rambam, that what? Ain melamdim divrei Torah elala Talmud Hagain no abemaisav. You're only allowed to teach Torah to a Talmud Hagain. The Gemara says if you teach it to a Talmud Russia, it's like throwing a stone to the Avodah Markolis, whatever the pshat in that is. But it's asa lahalacha. And yet, by the seda, the Haggadah gives a shortened version, but the Torah has a whole thing. You give him a whole drasha. Why are you teaching him? We just learned. And I put to you a chiddush lahalacha that it's absolutely true that a Rebbe doesn't teach to a Talmud Russia, but a father is never allowed to look at his son as a Russia. So he could teach a Talmud Hagain, even if the Haggadah calls him a Russia, he's not your Russia, he's your son. You have to see only, you look at the good in him. 
And you know where we get this from? Yitzchak Avinu. What does it say? Some people say, oh, he was a fool, he didn't know, Esav, he was hoodwinked. But Rashi says clearly not like that. The Pasuk says, what does the Pasuk say? Vatiena moiras ruach liyitzchak olerifka, the, the wives of Esav. You were maktik tairis lavaydazara. I ask you, if you had a son, and he went ahead and he married a woman who's maktik tairis lavaydazara in your house. I'm not talking about covering her knees. I'm not talking about is the hair sticking out from under her, under her techel. I'm talking she's maktik tairis lavaydazara. What Yitzchak didn't know. But Yitzchak only loves Esav. He never stops loving Esav. Because in his eyes, Yitzchak says, I will only see the good in my child. And why is it this way? Why should you only see the good of your child? Maybe be realistic. Know what's going on with him. Come on, deal with him properly. Like, uh, don't don't be so foolish. Let me share with you a fabulous vart. We said in the parish a few weeks ago, by the sneh, it says, Vayaster Moshe Panov, Kiyore Mehabet Eselikim. He hit his face. Kiyore Mehabet Eselikim. So the Gemara Bracha says, Bischus that he was Yore Mehabet Eselikim, he was Zeichet Tzmunas Hashem Yabet. It sounds like a play on words. Malahabet Yabet. I saw a Godel say something fabulous. He says, Why was Moshe Master Panov, Melahabet Pnei Eselikim, the burning sneh? Why didn't he want to look? It doesn't say why. He says, Eloikim is always Midas Hadin. Hashem wanted to explain to Moshe, what's going on here? Let me explain to you. You know why they're in Gullus? They did this, they did that. There was this reason, that reason, all the reasons. He was going to explain to him the Midas Hadin. And Moshe didn't want to know. And you know why? Did you ever see a defense lawyer who wants to know if his client is really guilty? Not a healthy thing. You can't argue in front of the jury with a lot of passion, right? Moshe Reya Mehemna the protector of Klal Yisrael, the shepherd, he didn't want to be Mabit Pnei Aleikim. He didn't want to know why they're in Gullus. So he said, because you're such a Reya Mehemna, you zeichet the Pnei Hashem Yabit. A father, let me share with you a story. I was in a department store, had to get a tie or a shirt, like you nicht. I'm walking through, and there's many different sections of it. It was a square block in Manhattan. And as I'm walking, I hear somebody screaming at the top of their lungs, a woman screaming loud, You're such a fat pig. Why don't you watch what you eat? You would fit into clothing. And you know, in New York, people just walk by everything. And I take a glance, and I see there's like a 14-year-old girl there, like a hefty girl. And her mother, like a sophisticated woman, you know, real thin, is screaming at this girl. And this girl is purple, and she's crying. And the mother's lacing into her. You should be watching what you're eating. So I walked on, turned around. I felt it wasn't right. And I walked back, and I went over to the woman. I said, excuse me, can, can I speak to you for a minute? So the woman looks at me, you know, an upper east sider, and she says to me, do I know you? I said, we know certain similar events, you know, we know we have something in common. So she looks at me, she shrugs, she says, okay. I walked a few steps away. I said, a child, no matter what they are, somebody's going to attack them. If they're good looking, people are going to be jealous. They want to be better looking. If they're smart, they want to be smarter. If they're a good athlete, they want to, everybody wants to tear your child knock them down because they want their own children to be better. It's a mean world. Go to a playground. There's only one safe harbor for a child, one place where they're protected, they're safe, and that is in the mother's arms by the mother. I said, when you attack her, she's alone in the world. She's vulnerable and helpless to the world. She doesn't have a friend. The mother looked at me. She nodded and she said, thank you. 
Yitzchak Avinu wanted Esav, and interestingly, we're talking about the Ben HaRasha. Who is the first person in the Torah who's the Rasha? Esav HaRasha. So the, when we talk about the Ben HaRasha, we're talking about Esav, Yitzchak would not see anything wrong with him. Yitzchak knew he needs a safe harbor if he wants anything to come out of him. And as a Muradik of art from the Balshem, the Balshem learns on the Gemara, it says, The sun never sees the dark side of the moon. It's scientifically impossible. It's the light side of the moon is because it's getting from the sun. It's getting light from the sun. So the Balshem teaches, he says, Chama means the mashpia, the one who's giving. The Lavana is the one receiving. It refers to parents and their children. So he teaches, the Chama should never see the dark side of the Lavana, the dark side of the child. And what else do we say by Kiddush Lavana, now that we know the Balshem says it's referring to the child? Your child is difficult, ADHD, problems, behavior, whatever. If you love your child unconditionally like Esav did, V'lalavana Omar, Shetishchadesh, Ateres Tiferes Lamuse Baten, Shemasidin Lehishchadesh Kemaisa. Ultimately, you will have nachas from your child. So what's the message? The Arba Banim, the Vigadat Alabincha, the Ben Harasha? Nobody has a Ben Harasha. Society has a Ben Harasha. Your child is wonderful. Your child needs a safe haven. As a parent, your job, the Torah says, your Malam de Torah, by you, he's always somebody special. And ultimately, Ateres Teferis Lamuse Bata and Shemasidin, he will, he, she will give you Nachas.